Hello Cryptonauts, today is August 30th, 2020. On today's episode of Cryptocurrency Chat, we're going to talk about the top 10 daily stats, as well as your crypto news of the day. I am your host, Blockchain John. Alright Cryptonauts, as a friendly reminder, we do have a Discord channel available for Cryptocurrency Chat, in which I will leave a link in the description below. If you want to collaborate on my podcast, you can reach out to me through that Discord app or just hang out and chit chat, talk crypto. Or if you want to reach me on um, uh, Anchor, you can do that as well. With that said, let's get started with your top 10 daily stats starting off with bitcoin settling at 11,877 cents with a 1.2% gain second place ethereum settling at $457.88 for a good 8.4% gain third place usdt tether settling at $1 for a 0.3% gain fourth place xrp ripple settling at 29 cents for a 2.7% gain Fifth place, Chainlink, settling at $15.94 for a 4% loss. Sixth place, Polkadot, settling at $6.49 for a 9.1% gain. Seventh place, Bitcoin Cash, settling at $278.22 for a 0.3% loss. Eighth place, Litecoin, settling at $62.54 for a 1.1% gain. Ninth place, Cardano, settling at $0.12 for a 7.8% gain. 10th place, Bitcoin SV Satoshi's Vision, settling at $195.86 for a 0.2% gain. Alright, Cryptonauts, that is your top 10 daily stats. Your overall total market cap is at $397.6 billion, up by 2.5%. With that said, let's get started with your crypto news of the day. Alright, Cryptonauts, as another friendly reminder, we are using Decrypt.co to get our daily news as well as CoinGecko.com to get our daily stats. Don't forget to collect your daily candies, which I'm about to do right now. There you go. Alright, first news coming in from Decrypt staff. DeFi token Wi-Fi peaks at $38,682, more than three times the price of Bitcoin. What's going on? Wi-Fi, the governance token for the decentralized finance protocol, Yearn.Finance, last night peaked at $38,682. That is almost quadruple Bitcoin's price of $11,596, almost twice Bitcoin's all-time high of $20,000. Finance aggregates all the different yields of different DeFi protocols in a neat website. It also lets users invest in vaults where people earn yields together. A yield refers to the interest earned by lending out your coins on various lending protocols in addition to earning interest on your crypto. You can earn so-called governance tokens like Wi-Fi, a kind of loyalty DeFi pro, uh, loyalty program for DeFi. Through their creators intended for governance tokens, the empower holders to vote on proposals to update the network. In reality, they held they're held as speculative assets. Wi-Fi is among the most popular. It has increased by 66% in the past 24 hours, according to data from CoinMetrics site CoinMarketCap. The growth is crazy. On Friday morning, it's worth it was worth $14,300 trading. That's a seriously what? What? Man, trade trading another token has 
boomed to on Friday. The daily trading uh, volume of the coin was $68 million. Now it's $879 million. Wi-Fi token spinoff Wi-Fi 2 has joined along <laughs> along for the ride. On, on Friday morning, it was worth $935. It has since increased by more than five times to $5,075 as of this writing. One of the reasons why both of the tokens are worth so much is because of their scarce supply. Wi-Fi has a total supply of 30,000 30, and Wi-Fi 2 has a total supply of 38,750. Bitcoin, by comparison, has a, to has a token supply of 18 million. Alright, next news. That's awesome. That is freaking awesome. Can't believe that. That's insane. Whoever's holding the Wi-Fi token is just making bank. Next news, written by Matthew DeSalvo. Greed is driving DeFi boom. Founders at Smart Contract Summit 2020. The current explosion of decentralized finance is being driven by greed and it's booming and its boom isn't sustainable, according to DeFi Superstar and the creator of Wi-Fi, Andre Kronji. We should also be worried about the huge amounts of money being made with yield farming and DeFi protocols becoming too big. These were some of the comments made by DeFi Protocol at 2020 Smart Contract Summit yesterday. Quote, I think the reason there is such a massive influx of money right now is because people are making money in insane amounts, said Kronji. When asked about what is driving the growth of DeFi by the co-founder of Chainlink, Sergey Nazarov. He said that people, he said that people uh, snapping up and selling governance tokens assets designed to allow people to make decisions on DeFi protocols have led to this boom. Quote, it's not sustainable part of DeFi, he said, adding the valuable protocol in the DeFi space such as Synthetics, Compound, and Chainlink would still be around when the greed phase is over. Ave co-founder and CEO Stanny Kulachov also shared Kronji's uh, pessimism. What if I'm what I'm scared of is that while DeFi protocols are growing a lot, they are they are starting to think how they can accumulate all the wealth, he said. They're starting to become the bank that's basically tried to escape. But he added that he did like how people are using Aave, a protocol that lets you earn interest on deposits and borrow assets, and said the best way to avoid the problem of DeFi protocols getting too big would be for different protocols to work together seamlessly. Also on the panel was Kane Warwick, the founder of synthetic asset platforms Synthetics. Next news, written by Dan Horoth. Horoth. Horoth? Horoth. Hackers launched third 51% attack on Ethereum Classic this month. No, come on. Are you three times? Come on. Strategies to protect the Ethereum Classic blockchain from 51% attack might be too little, too late. For the third time in August, hackers gained control of the Ethereum Classic blockchain in a 51% attack that reorganized over 7,000 blocks. Though Ethereum Classic developers are rushing to protect the blockchain from future attacks, these three attacks raise concerns over the network's security. OKX, for instance, has considered delisting the coin to protect itself from future losses. What is a 51% attack? Hackers conduct a 51% attack to take over the blockchain. Blockchains are so-called decentralized ledgers because they distribute all the work of validating transactions across the global network of computers called miners. Each transaction must be approved by over 51% of miners. So the theory goes it's very difficult for a single actor to control 51% of the network since that would require an immense amount of computational power. 
But if someone managed to control the network, they'd be able to bend the blockchain to their will, credit their accounts with free cryptocurrency, for instance, or divert other people's transactions to their own people's wallet. Impossible? They'll never do it. Not for the Ethereum Classic, but uh, the unforked version of the more popular Ethereum blockchain, which this month was thrice exploited by hackers. So what happened? The latest attack took place last night. Hackers managed to once again brute force their way into the majority control over the network and managed to rig organize more than 7,000 blocks or about two days of mining. The attack was identified by Austrian mining company Bitfly, which also identifies the first and second attacks wherein hackers reorganized almost 8,000 blocks and took home around $9 million in double spent transactions, much of, much of it from crypto exchange OKX. ETC Cooperative, the nonprofit that watches over the Ethereum Classic blockchain, sent a tweet last night, late last night, that it is aware of today's attack are, and are working with others to test and evaluate proposal solutions as quickly as possible. Now much is known about the latest attack. One of the reasons that occurred was that there's far less computational power back in Ethereum Classics than on larger blockchains like Ethereum or Bitcoin, meaning it's not so difficult to briefly rent enough computational power to gain majority control over the blockchain. All right. Well, shoot, man. I, if I had to predict, uh, Ethereum Classics going to go under. I mean, if they don't they don't upgrade their security soon, it's, it's bye-bye, you know? It is what it is. They're losing millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars. Next news, written by Matthew DeSalvo. Trading volume on Ethereum-based DEX, Uniswap beats Coinbase Pro. What? Uniswap's daily trading volume today hit new highs, surpassing Coinbase's Pro daily volume for the first time. The Ethereum-based decentralized exchange and liquid... Oh, uh, oh, uh, oh, uh, I guess sneeze. Uh. <coughs> oh, jeez. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> oh, man. Well, oh, sorry. Ah, that was a lot. That's all the smoke that's going on here in California. It's still the, the state's still on fire. Side note, state's still on fire. The hills are still filled with smoke. The sky still fills. It's everywhere. There's ash everywhere. It's insane. What are we like in week three? I think week two, week three. Yeah, oh, man. Anyways, where are we at? Let's start again. Uniswap's dating trading volume today hit new highs, surpassing Coinbase's pro daily volume for the first time. The Ethereum-based decentralized exchange and liquidity providers' trading volume stood at over $441 million at the time of writing, according to its online stats. That's a 70% increase in the past 24 hours. Meanwhile, the 24-hour trading volume of Coinbase Pros, Coinbase's full-service crypto exchange stood at just over $373 million, according to CoinMarketCap data. Both Uniswap and Coinbase were still dwarfed by the 24-hour trading volume of Binance, however, which today was nearly $6.5 billion. Wow! The surge in Uniswap's trading volume is likely down to the surge in interest in ERC-20 tokens and the broader rise of DeFi or decentralized finance. On Uniswap, users can swap ERC-20 tokens at will, reducing the need for a counterparty. As decentralized finance popularity has surged, so has the interest in tokens needed to participate in the protocols. Wi-Fi, the governance token that runs Urine.Finance, for example, last night hit $38,682, nearly four times the price of Bitcoin. Granted, it's high prices due in part to its tiny token supply. Alright, next news, written by Dan Horath, Howrath, Horath. Uniswap rival, rival SushiSwap hits $30 million daily trading volume with yield farming play. 
It's been a record-breaking weekend for Uniswap, which hit its highest daily trading volume ever, over $450 million. Propping up Uniswap's success this weekend was the crazy price of DeFi governance token, including the token of newcomer SushiSwap, which launched a couple days ago. Think of SushiSwap as Uniswap meets yield farming. It's similar enough, like Uniswap, it's a liquidity provider that rewards those who put liquidity into its smart contracts with a portion of the trading fees. But in addition to that, SushiSwap offers Sushi tokens as an incentive for contributing to the liquidity pool. And in that, it's a little like DeFi lending protocols, which offer governance tokens as a reward for using them, like Yearn.Finance, Wi-Fi Compounds, Comp, or Aave's Lend. Like these governance tokens, Sushi can be sold on secondary markets. Okay. It wait, hold on. Let me read a little more. Yeah, I want to read a little more here. Uh, it's cre it's created by the pseudonymous chef Nomi after a Hearthstone card. Plus, chefs can cook sushi. The smart contracts taken off their sixty million dollars of liquidity for the sushi on Uniswap, where its price is $2.45 and it's volume $30 million. Sushi Swap is keen to compete with Uniswap. It's offering extra sushi bonuses to those who migrate their Uniswap LP tokens for the first, what is that, one, 100,000 blocks, about approximately two weeks. The amount of sushi tokens produced will be 10 times, resulting in 1,000 sushi tokens being minted per block, it wrote. This is to incentivize early farmers to adopt uh, and adopters of the protocol to help in the liquidity migration. Sushi is the latest series of food-based meme coins before it came to tendies named after chicken tendies. Jeez, the rub, the rub of, the four, of, the, of the dark 4chan joke and Yam, among others, Yam's founder had to issue a severe apology after a massive bug was found in a smart contract that hammered home the need for audit. That ha yeah, hammered home the need of audits, yeah. Alright, next news. Written by Shayuwa. No, wait, wait, wait. Shuao Kong. Shuao Kong. Akala, a Chinese startup that's putting DeFi on Polkadot. While it's a bit like comparing apples to oranges, there are two hot assets in crypto right now. DeFi as a whole uh, and, uh, and DOT, D-O-T. The native tokens of Polkadot, a public blockchain protocol known for cross-chain data sharing, both have seen explosive growth in their market caps. Akala, the, a Chinese DeFi project built on Polkadot, could be the best of both worlds. On August 27th, Akala announced a new round of Series A funding led by Pantera and joined by Emerton XRP Capital, Parify Capital, One Confirmation, CoinFund, DCG, among others. This week's debing looks at Akala and how it contributes to the thriving ecosystem of DeFi. Grabbing a slice of the non-ETH DeFi pie, the Akala team wants to build a DeFi powerhouse for the Polkadot ecosystem with a host of financial primitives. Its first product is a cross-chain capable, multi-collateralized, and decentralized stablecoin Akala Dollar AUSD, based on Substrate a framework for developers to build blockchain with ease. Akala has also shipped a testnet lending protocol and a decentralized exchange. With all three products in place, users can send, receive, 
lend, and be rewarded in USD across any blockchains connected to the Polkadot network. Indeed, being the star project on the Polkadot network has been Akala's unique selling point. Choosing Polkadot isn't simply due to the Ethereum's clogging network and its skyrocketing gas fees. Rui Tao Su, co-founder of Akala Network, told me, We've known the team behind Substrate for over two years and love the fact that many developers follow Gavin Wood, the founder of Polkadot. Alright. That is it. I can't believe it. That's it. That's all our news. Ah oh, man. Anyways, Cryptonauts. If you haven't yet onboarded your fiat into crypto, I got two awesome links that make it so easy for anyone. Even for you. It's makes it so easy for your grandma. Your grandma can get into it now. That's how easy it is. I remember back in my days when I got into it, I had to type a bunch of code and just try to buy some Bitcoin. Now you can just just Click of a button, there it is. You see what you want, you click it, and you purchase how much you want. That's it. It's so easy. So easy, your grandma can do it. That's uh, Gemini and Coinbase. Those two I highly recommend because they're so easy to use. And if you have questions, they have a help section to help you out. It's, it's very easy. Very easy. Also, if you're looking for a way to earn more, I don't know, crypto, more money, I guess. And from your from your from your cryptos just sitting around in your wallet, you can use my other link, the Celsius Network referral link. That more or less, you put your cryptos into the platform. You earn interest on like-kind token. That means if I put Bitcoin in there, I'm going to earn Bitcoin. If I put Ethereum in there, I'm going to earn Ethereum. You know, and so on and so forth. That's awesome i love seeing my wallets increase i don't really want dollar amount i don't care about that to be honest 100 percent. you can ask me i don't care about the dollar amount because overall the next 10 20 30 years all this crypto is going to be worth way more than it is now i know that for a fact so i'm just trying to stack those sats right now i'm trying to stack them hard right so every single week, I'm, see- I'm seeing my stats and my stats go up little by little every single week. And, and I'm, I'm happy about that. So with that said, that is the Celsius Network. I should make an episode on that. Anyways, Cryptonauts, I think that's all for today. With that said, I'll catch you all on the next one. Adios.